Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of leukocyte adhesion deficiency type 1 from the immunology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A four-day-old girl born to a G1P1 mother with no complications presents with a fever. There is some swelling with serosanguinous fluids around her rectum. Cultures from the fluid grow Staphylococcus species and is treated with antibiotics. On day 15 of life, she develops an ear infection and is once again treated with antibiotics. The umbilical cord is still attached, and on day 34 of life, the umbilical stump is noted to be erythematous, indurated, and tense. A complete blood cell count is significant for leukocytosis. Immunoglobulin levels are normal. Flow cytometry reveals decreased expression of CD18 to less than 1%. This is a case of leukocyte adhesion deficiency type 1. Let's now get into the topic. Let's go over a brief introduction about this disease. This disease is a primary immunodeficiency resulting from phagocytic dysfunction. With respect to the genetics, it is an autosomal recessive condition and it involves absence or defective CD18. In terms of the epidemiology, it is a very rare condition and it is primarily seen in the pediatric population. With respect to the pathogenesis, it involves a defect in LFA1 integrin or CD18 protein on leukocytes. Let's quickly review a few points about the normal physiology of LFA1 integrin. CD11A and CD18 or LFA1 integrin expressed on lymphocytes are important in the trafficking and adhesion to vascular endothelium. They are important in the interactions with antigen-presenting cells, and they are also important in the cytotoxic T-cell killing. In this condition, this defect results in impaired migration and chemotaxis. With respect to the prognosis, 75% of individuals have severe disease with typically less than 1% expression of CD18. This may succumb to life-threatening infection within 1-2 to two years of life. In mild disease, with 1-30% to 30% expression of CD18, the patient survives to adulthood. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation, including the symptoms of leukocyte adhesion deficiency type 1. The following are symptoms that you may notice in this condition. Delayed separation of the umbilical cord at birth to more than 30 days, omphalitis, recurrent infections of the skin and mucosa, most commonly due to Staphylococcus species, enteric gram-negative bacteria, and fungi, periurectal and labial cellulitis, otitis media, absent pus formation, Note that serosanguinous fluids may be present, impaired wound healing, causing poorly formed thin bluish scars, and gingivostomatitis. Let's now review the diagnostic evaluation used to diagnose leukocyte adhesion deficiency type 1. You would notice an increase in neutrophils in the absence of infection and a dramatically increased neutrophil count with infection. Histologically, you may notice a localized infection with absence of neutrophils or pus, you would also notice edema and necrosis. Flow cytometry would reveal an absence of CD18 on leukocytes. In terms of a differential diagnosis, the two main differentials to remember are Shediak-Higashi syndrome and chronic granulomatous disease. Let's now discuss the treatment of this condition. Treatment involves hematopoietic stem cell transplant, which has a high success rate, and prophylactic antibiotics. In terms of complications of this disease, the main complications are life-threatening infections and graft-versus-host disease after a stem cell transplant. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. 
First question. A two-year-old boy is brought to a pediatrician to establish care after his family recently moved to the United States. His parents say that he was born healthy and at term with no major neonatal complications. He regained his birth weight at two weeks, had separation of the umbilical cord at two months, and started walking at ten months. His parents' main concern is that he gets sick significantly more often than his siblings did at the same age. Specifically, he gets recurrent middle ear infections, as well as hard-to-eradicate skin infections. Physical exam reveals red, inflamed gums with numerous ulcerations of the oral mucosa. Which of the following immune system processes is most likely defective in this patient? 1. Binding to vascular endothelium. 2. Creation of superoxide-free radicals. 3. Differentiation of T-cells. 4. Formation of phagolysosomes or 5. Immunoglobulin class switching. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 1, binding to vascular endothelium. This patient who had delayed separation of the umbilical cord and later presents with recurrent mucosal and soft tissue infections most likely has leukocyte adhesion deficiency. This disease is caused by a defect in the translocation of neutrophils through the vascular endothelium at sites of inflammation. Remember, leukocyte adhesion deficiency is a primary immunodeficiency resulting from phagocytic dysfunction. It is inherited in an autosomal recessive manner and is caused by a defect in the lymphocyte function-associated antigen 1, or LFA1 integrin protein, on leukocytes, also known as cluster of differentiation 18, or CD18. This protein normally promotes adhesion of inflammatory cells to the vascular endothelium at sites of inflammation so that they can translocate through the basement membrane into the affected tissue. A defect in this process will therefore result in an inability to respond effectively to superficial skin, soft tissue, and mucosal infections. A pathognomonic characteristic of this disease is delayed separation of the umbilical cord past 30 days of life. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 2, creation of superoxide-free radicals is defective in patients with chronic granulomatous disease. These patients will present with recurrent pyogenic infections with catalase-positive organisms. Patients may also have eczematoid dermatitis. Answer choice 3, differentiation of T-cells is defective in patients with IgE deficiency or Job syndrome. These patients will present with coarse facies, cold staphylococcal abscesses, retained primary teeth, and dermatologic problems. Answer choice 4, formation of phagolysosomes is defective in patients with Chediak-Higashi syndrome. These patients will present with hypopigmentation of skin, eyes, and hair as well as pancytopenia. And finally, answer choice 5, immunoglobulin class switching is defective in patients with hyper-IgM syndrome. These patients will present with severe pyogenic infections early in life, chronic diarrhea, and opportunistic infections such as pneumocystis, cryptosporidium, cytomegalovirus, and echovirus encephalitis. In summary, leukocyte adhesion deficiency is caused by defective integrins resulting in the inability of neutrophils to bind and translocate through the vascular endothelium. Next question. A six-day-old boy is brought to the emergency room with a fever. He was born to a 30-year-old G1P1 mother at 39 weeks gestation via vaginal delivery. The mother underwent all appropriate prenatal care and was discharged from the hospital one day after birth. The boy has notable skin erythema around the anus with some serosanguinous fluid. The umbilical stump is present. 
the patient is discharged from the emergency room with antibiotics. He returns to the emergency room at 32 days of age and his mother reports that he has been clutching his left ear. The left tympanic membrane appears inflamed and swollen. The umbilical stump is still attached and is indurated, erythematous, and swollen. The boy's temperature is 99 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.2 degrees Celsius, blood pressure is 100 over 60 millimeters of mercury, pulse is 130 per minute, and respirations are 20 per minute. A complete blood count shows hemoglobin level of 14.0 grams per deciliter, hematocrit of 42%, leukocyte count of 16,000 per cubic millimeter with normal differential, and a platelet count of 190,000 per cubic millimeter. A deficiency in which of the following compounds is most likely the cause of this patient's condition? 1. Interleukin-12 receptor 2. Immunoglobulin A 3. LFA1 integrin, 4, NADPH oxidase, or 5, tapicin. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, LFA1 integrin. The patient in this vignette presents with recurrent skin and mucosal infections marked by perirectal cellulitis and otitis media, leukocytosis, and delayed umbilical cord separation suggestive of leukocyte adhesion deficiency type 1, a deficiency in LFA1 integrin. Remember, leukocyte adhesion deficiency type 1 is an autosomal recessive immunodeficiency characterized by phagocyte dysfunction. It is caused by an absence or defect in the LFA1 integrin or CD18 protein on leukocytes. This protein is normally expressed on leukocyte cell membranes and is important in trafficking and adhesion to vascular endothelium. A defective or absent LFA1 will therefore lead to impaired leukocyte migration and chemotaxis. Clinically, leukocyte adhesion deficiency type 1 presents with delayed umbilical cord separation, usually by greater than 30 days, omphalitis, recurrent infections, for example perirectal cellulitis, labial cellulitis, and otitis media, absent pus formation, impaired wound healing, and gingivostomatitis. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, the interleukin-12 receptor mediates signaling from the cytokine IL-12. IL-12 promotes cell-mediated immunity by inducing T-cell maturation, stimulating macrophages to secrete interferon gamma, and activating natural killer cells. IL-12 receptor deficiency may present with recurrent disseminated infections in early childhood, specifically non-tuberculous mycobacteria, salmonella, and disseminated infection after the BCG vaccine. Answer choice 2, immunoglobulin A or IgA plays an important role in mediating mucosal immunity. IgA deficiency is the most common primary immunodeficiency and is caused by B-cell failure to differentiate into IgA-producing plasma cells. This leads to recurrent sinus, respiratory, and gastrointestinal infections. Answer choice 4, NADPH oxidase is an important enzyme in the oxidative burst process to create reactive oxygen species. Patients with chronic granulomatous disease, or CGD, have a defective NADPH oxidase, which leads to recurrent pyogenic infections with catalase-positive organisms. And finally, answer choice 5, Tapicin is a protein that is involved in loading antigen peptide into the major histocompatibility complex, or MHC. Defects in tapicin may cause MHC class 1 deficiency. This may present with frequent bacterial infections of the skin along with upper and lower respiratory tracts. 
In summary, leukocyte adhesion deficiency type 1 leads to delayed umbilical cord separation and is caused by a defective or absent LFA1 integrin. And that's all for this review about leukocyte adhesion deficiency type 1. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.